Khan, Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, January 15th. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A missile strike in the Syrian T-4 military airbase has been blamed on Israel. Reports from Syria say that at least three Iranian-backed militiamen were killed and more were wounded, according to the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights. It said the attack took place around 10 p.m. Tuesday night and damaged an Iranian arm depot, two military vehicles, and a building under construction. It said the, the Russian military advisors were also at the airbase at the time, but there were no casualties among them. The Syrian news agency Sana quoted military officials in Syria as saying that Syrian air defenses intercepted a number of missiles, but four got through and hit the targets at the airbase. It said Israeli warplanes were behind this strike. Another report a short while ago said that a second airstrike took place this morning by unidentified aircraft against the pro-Assad militia forces near Deir al-Zur. Initial reports say that there were casualties, but no one has taken responsibility for the attack. Foreign Minister Israel Katz, who is also Minister of Intelligence, declined to comment on the reported raid, but told Khan that Israel's declared policy is to prevent Iranian entrenchment in Syria. The flow of natural gas has begun from Israel to Egypt. A rare joint statement from the country's energy ministries say that this marks a milestone of historic cooperation that will serve the economic interests of both sides. It added that Israel will be able to export some of its natural gas to Europe via Egypt's liquefied natural gas facilities and that this would promote Egypt's status as a regional gas hub. Energy Minister Yuval Steinitz is expected to make a formal announcement today with his Egyptian counterpart, Tarek El Amula. To mark the occasion, the energy ministers of Israel, Egypt, Italy, Greece, Cyprus, Jordan and the Palestinian Authority will meet in Cairo today. Israel is to sell Egypt some 85 billion cubic meters of natural gas in a deal reportedly worth nearly $20 billion. Steinitz told Khan that the export of gas to Egypt was the most significant economic cooperation between Israel and Egypt since the signing of the peace treaty between the two countries. In the Galilee town of Carmiel, there's been a suspected gruesome murder of a 32-year-old woman whose body was found with multiple stab wounds in her apartment. Police have arrested a woman in her 30s, reportedly an acquaintance of hers, on suspicion of stabbing the victim to death. The two reportedly spent the night drinking heavily, and in the morning, the suspected attacker asked neighbors to call the police. The woman was known to police. Hundreds of border police and IDF soldiers deployed this morning at the Kumi Uri outpost near Yitzhar in Samaria to oversee the demolition of two illegal structures. Clashes broke out with local residents, and the border policeman was slightly injured from a flying stone. One person was detained for assaulting the security forces. The Yitzhar Secretariat condemned the demolition, saying the government was focusing on destroying the homes of Jewish families when the houses of terrorists were being left to stand. The final deadline for submitting lists of candidates for the March Knesset elections to the central elections is at 10 o'clock this evening. 42 parties thus far have taken forms to submit their list of candidates, but there was heavy pressure being put on right-wing religious parties to merge. The ultra-Orthodox Sephardi Shas party announced that its list would remain the same as the outgoing Knesset list, but M.K. Stav Shafir, who was left out of the merger between the Labour Gesher and Meretz parties, will reportedly quit politics and not run as a representative of the Green Party. 
And here's an announcement. Terminal 1 at Ben-Gurion Airport is to shut for international flights next week from Monday through Thursday. Low-cost airlines flights, which usually operate out of Terminal 1, will move to Terminal 3. Internal flights to Eilat will still be using Terminal 1. The action was part of the arrangements to cover the arrival to Israel of some 50 world leaders and 60 flights to participate in the 75th anniversary of the liberation of the Auschwitz Nazi concentration camp. The weather... Slightly warmer today with a strong easterly wind prevailing in the north of the country. Tomorrow, local rain, mostly light in the north and the center. Maximum temperatures in the main centers. Jerusalem 15, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 17, Tzfat 11, Beersheba 22, and the Nilat going up to 22 degrees centigrade. Please join us at 8 p.m. for our broadcast on Israel Radio.